intimate moment with God. subjection unto him. You cast down any imagination that would exalt itself above him. You cast it down right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we call out to that name that is above every name. We call out to that name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus that every named thing in this earth has to succumb to. It has to submit to. It has to surrender to. For that name is the name that we worship. Hallelujah. That name is the name above every name. That name of Jesus is above all. Hallelujah. And we honor you this day. We worship you this day. We choose you this hour, Lord. But we're not only going to stop here. Hallelujah. We're going to continue to choose you. We're going to continue to come close to you. We're going to continue to draw nigh to you, Lord. Because above Jesus, hallelujah, there is none other, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we worship you.
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, right now, in Jesus' name, for anyone that has been bothered with illness in this house, associated with this house, friends, family that are not associated with this house, Lord God, reveal your strength to them in Jesus' name. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Matt Barkley. We lift Matt up to you. We curse that illness, that sickness that is trying to move upon his body in the name of Jesus as we plead the very blood of Jesus over him right now. That plead, hallelujah, hallelujah, is his defense against that illness trying to come upon him in the name of Jesus. And we curse that sickness right now in Jesus' name. Mac, be healed in the name of Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. And Lord, we pray, hallelujah. Oh my goodness, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I believe it's a daughter-in-law. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, mighty King. Yes, Lord, we pray for the Bartlett's daughter-in-law right now. Having this test done tomorrow, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, it's our desire and evidently your desire because the stripes you took upon your own body, she was healed. Amen. It's our desire, Lord, that in the name of Jesus, that love would simply be gone, be dissolved in Jesus' name. We thank you for healing her body in the name of Jesus, and we curse that name, the cancer thing, by the name of Jesus, we curse that thing, and we command it to be gone from her body in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for positive results in the name of Jesus brought forth by that name of Jesus that is above every name. We thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Pam Duncan right now. She's on my heart, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we pray for Pam right now. We just thank you, Holy Ghost, for stirring within her right now. We thank you for that gift of healing, for moving upon her body. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. I speak oxygen into her lungs right now in the name of Jesus. Her lungs are filled full of oxygen given by the name that is above every name in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, and we praise your holy name. Bless you, mighty King. Bless you, mighty King. Do what you want to do in this house, Lord. We surrender to you. We follow your lead, not our own lead. We follow your lead in the name of Jesus. Anybody in this house not feeling right this morning? Anybody in this house feeling bad this morning? Won't you raise your hand if you're feeling bad? I see that hand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Rachel. We're going to pray for Rachel too. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to pray for Rachel. Anybody else feeling bad this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Rachel right now. We thank you, Lord, for your healing power moving upon her body in the name of Jesus. Lord, it's simply a distraction in the name of Jesus trying to ail her body in Jesus' name to hinder her spirit. And we call forth that healing in the name of Jesus right now as we command her body to be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for Phyllis right now, Lord God. Oh, my. Oh, my. Somebody gather around Phyllis right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak the very peace of Christ into her mind right now. As she hears my words, peace is being settled upon her mind right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. She is bought and paid for with the price of your blood. Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you for that peace that passes all understanding being settled upon her heart and mind right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you for continuing to bring to a state of completion, hallelujah, what you've already started in healing your body. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Receive it, Phyllis, right now in Jesus' name. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for Steve right now in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother, I hope you don't mind. I lay my hands on you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for what you've already done for his eyes in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for continuing to a state of completion, his healing, the healing of his eyes. Lord, you've already started bringing it to pass, but in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for completing that work that you've already begun. In Jesus' name, as we command these scales to fall off his eyes, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for healing power. The very blood of Jesus speaks for you right now. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, is yours. He belongs to you. In Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name, by His blood, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise God. Praise God.
testimonies, Lord, being created all for your glory, but the mighty and powerful work that you are doing for your people, for all humanity, Lord God. Lord, those that, that, that your spirit has already been dealing with, we just pray for them, Lord, that they simply would accept you as Lord and Savior. If you're calling out to them, Lord, they would simply give in and receive you as their Lord and Savior. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Let the house of the Lord say amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Brenda. Amen. Let's pray for Brenda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brenda Gilbert's wife. Amen. Of just more than a few years, ain't that right, brother? <laughs> 51. 51? 51 years. Wow. Wow. Let's pray for Brenda. She's a mighty, mighty woman of God. Amen. Let's pray for her. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray for Brenda right now, Lord. We lift her up to you. And we thank you, Lord, for ministering to her. We thank you, Lord, for, for healing her right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just keep hearing the word restoration in my spirit. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for restoring Hallelujah. her. I don't know what it, what the restoration is Hallelujah. all about, but you do. Hallelujah. So, Lord, I loose that word restoration, Hallelujah, into her spirit right now. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you and we praise you for that restoration coming forth, Hallelujah, all for your glory, O God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for such a mighty and a powerful woman of God. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, that you still care. Amen. Hallelujah. And you still move. Hallelujah. On her behalf, in the name of Jesus. Something she never doubts, Father. In Jesus' name. We thank you for faith filled fully in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, and Brenda's life. Thank you for moving upon her body. Lord God, in the name of Jesus and bringing it into right alignment with your word. And your word says that by your stripes she's healed yes. in Jesus' yes. name. We, we thank you and praise you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. On Facebook, there's two requests for Justin's kids. And then Nicole Michelle, maybe. Nick. Oh, okay. That's your. I didn't know that. Maxie. Name. Sorry. Yes. Nicole Maxie. Okay. That's good enough. Hey, we interpreted. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Justin and the boys. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray for them. Hallelujah. <coughs> Peggy, sister Peggy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Eugene's bike is hurting really bad this morning. Amen. Praise God. Anybody else? Amen. Praise the Lord. We just want to follow the Lord, right? Amen. Seems like the Lord wants us lifting people up in prayer, but that's okay. That's all right. Amen. Let's pray for these, you all. Amen. Praise God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just lift Nikki up to you right now, Lord. Lord, you know everything that she has need of. You know what's going on with her in this very moment, Lord God. You know what she
she's been fighting, battling, Lord God. And in the name of Jesus, you died on that cross at Calvary to remove all those things from her life in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that, that, that you simply move upon her, drawing her close to you. That she would reach out to you, Lord God, surrendering her all to you in Jesus' name. Lord, where she thinks she can, you show her she can. We thank you. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you for showing her that she can in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Father, we just pray for Justin and the boys right now. We thank you, Lord, that you have brought them into this family. Thank you that you brought them to us, Lord God, and, and that we're able to care for them, and that so many others in the community help to take care of them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Well, Lord, we lift those boys up to you in Jesus' name, and we thank you for setting them in divine order according to your own perfect will. Hallelujah, Lord God, that they grow up serving you all the days of their lives in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you would use them to turn upside down for Jesus Christ. Everybody that they come into contact with, reaching many, many, many souls, hallelujah, for the name of Jesus and for Jesus and the kingdom, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for healing their body. We thank you for what you've already started in their healing. But, Father, we call that thing forth into a state of completeness according to your word in Jesus' name, hallelujah. And, Lord, we pray for Peggy right now. To confide in a powerful woman of God, known her for so many years, Lord God. We just pray for her right now in the name of Jesus, and we thank you. Woo! Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my. Yes, Lord. Oh, my. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you that she belongs to you. Lord, and she knows it. And Lord, not only does she know it, but she walks it. We thank you, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, whatever she has need of right now, we ask that you manifest it in her life. Lord, we speak healing right now directly into Peggy's body in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that the blood of Jesus has washed her clean, and that very blood speaks for her in the heavenlies right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, as we plead that blood over Peggy. Lord, we thank you for bringing it into alignment, her total and complete being spiritual and physical as well, in the name of Jesus. As we commit her to you, we give her to you, for you are well able to take care of her, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. And Father, we pray for Eugene right now, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! such a mighty warrior for God. Eugene is such a mighty warrior for God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand in the gap for Eugene Franklin right now. We stand in the gap in Jesus' name. And devil, I rebuke you and I bind you from hindering Eugene right now in Jesus' name. I rebuke you and I bind you from hindering the manifestation of his healing being manifested into this earth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of God says whatever we bind on earth, hallelujah, is bound in heaven. Hallelujah. And devil, you are bound. And we loose healing into his body right now by the power of God in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you and we praise you. The word of God also says whatever we loose on this earth is loosed in the heavens. And that healing already being done is loose to Eugene right now. And we call it forth in a manifested state in his life right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. 
And it was a pretty fine car back in the day, if I remember correctly. Am I right, Mitchell? You remember the Imperial, amen? It was a pretty fine car back in the day. Well, it had them electrics, amen. Any of you familiar with electrics? Yeah. I just came into today's time with a new truck, 2013 year, that had electrics. So I moved up from the roll-ups to the electrics, amen. I guess that must be an inside joke. I don't know, amen. Praise the Lord. But mom rode the window down for dad. You got to understand, all these people going into Ken's on Sunday night. Well, here dad is. He's drunk in the spirit over in the car. Mom walks in the store. She hears him as she walks in the store. He's back there hooping and hollering and praising the Lord. Just sitting in the seat. Couldn't walk, so he didn't go in the store. But he was sitting in the seat just praising the Lord and hooping and hollering and everything. And it was just so awesome. But see, really what you don't understand is the first 25 years of my mom and dad's married life, he wasn't saved. Y'all got real quiet. They went to Florida on their 25th anniversary, and he gave his heart to the Lord in a hotel room in Florida. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, you can clap in this house. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, this is my daddy's Bible. He gave it to me in 1983. Wow. Dad got real sick with his liver, and God saw fit to take him home in 94, which, you know, that was okay. But uh, if you know anything about liver disease, it's still some of dad's blood in his Bible. I cherish that. Why do I say that to you all? I don't know. Maybe it's for me, not you. Amen. Okay. Praise God. But uh, to be drunk in the spirit, I don't know about y'all. I love it. <laughs> Better than any drunk or high I ever Amen. had when I was doing alcohol and drugs. Amen. Amen. I don't do it for the reasons I used to do it. And it ain't the same as what it used to be. And this is eternal. Amen. Praise God. God is just so good, you all. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter 24. I want to get into some word this morning. Amen. For about uh, just a short message for, I won't even say how many minutes. <laughs> for those of you that, that, that haven't ever heard me preach before, when I say short, they all kind of look out. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I surprised them one week and did about a three-minute message. <laughs> they thought it was funny too, brother. <laughs> Praise God. So Matthew chapter 24, we want to look at a couple scriptures here. This, this text had been on my heart like this week. This is actually what we studied in Wednesday's night service. I don't know how to act with two hands, y'all. This is what we studied in Wednesday night service, amen. Uh, our Wednesday night Bible study, we went through uh, the first 28 verses here. Uh, most of you know there's a lot going on with the nation Israel right now. And uh, Hamas and, and other terrorist groups and that type thing. And uh, um, so anyways, I was praying late in the week. And, and I said, Lord, you know, what is it you want me to preach on Sunday? This kept coming back to me. I said, Lord, we just had this in Bible study. And, you know, we kind of talked about it pretty good, I thought. Didn't you, brother? Amen. And uh, and I said, well, Lord, you know, why would you want to go into this? And and so, you know, he never said anything to this morning, which is okay. I mean, God does what he wants to do. So it has to be okay with us, right? Okay, I got one of these and I got a head shake. Y'all still with me this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, amen. Praise God. So God, so th this morning, uh, it was so amazing. I was still praying. You, as a minister or a pastor, you're always open, even to the point of the time as you walk up here, you're still open to whatever God wants to do. Amen. There have been moments, there have been times where I've come in this house 
with, with a study that I spent 30 or 40 hours on, believe it or not. And I'm thinking, wow, Lord, you've been a long time putting this together, and you're just really going to blast them today. <laughs> Steve! Steve thought that was funny. <laughs> hey, man. I'm and then you get up, yeah, you've been there and done that. You've been there and done that. <laughs> and then you get up here behind the pulpit, and you open your mouth, and something else comes out. But you know that has to be okay, right? Amen. Why am I telling you this? Huh, the best laid plans of mice and men. Led by the Spirit of the Lord. You want to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. You want to stay open to whatever God is doing at that moment. Amen. At that particular time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Nothing wrong with studying. Nothing wrong with preparing 30 or 40 hours for a message. Done it many times. God has delivered it many times. And that's okay. So let's get into the Word. Father, we just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for your Word. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for protecting your nation, Israel. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for moving, mm, for moving humanity into its destiny. Yes. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I just surrender myself to you right now. And I ask, Lord, that you would speak these words through me by just a, a significant, powerful anointing of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. It may be the sound of my voice, but let it be your words that, that people hear in Jesus' name. We thank you for anointing the ears that they would hear your word, and that word would be seated deeply in their hearts that we know, Father, that your word does not return void. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. And let the house of the Lord say amen. amen. So here in Matthew chapter 24, uh, we, we know this uh, text of Scripture pretty Pretty well, most of us do, amen. And Jesus is talking about the end of time, the sign of the times, amen, at the end. And for those of you that have been paying any attention to world events, Israel's gone into war against Hamas, amen. And, and, and man, they do not play. But if you look in Scripture, Israel never has played. When God told them to go into the land and said, you leave nothing standing, including women and children. <clears throat> Now, in this age of grace that we're in, we don't like to say that sometimes. Come on. But that was God. He had reason and purposes for destroying everything, amen. And I'm telling you something. People need to, you know, that's okay. We're not going there, amen. Praise God. Lord, you do what you want to do in the name of Jesus. You, you need to understand that God has a plan for his nation, for his people, his chosen people, hallelujah. That's right. And he'll use whatever he wants to use to get them to where they need to be. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. And, and, and so, uh, you got to understand that the end of time that we're a part of right now that we're moving into, hallelujah, it, it's a, there, there's a destiny that's being produced, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. There's a destiny that's being produced. So, Jesus is talking about the end of time here. Uh, there's a couple of things we're going to hit on in this text, then we're going to jump somewhere else to tell you why things are happening as they're happening. And it says here in verse 1, it says, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Verse 3 says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Remember that. The disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when these things shall be. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? 
And in verse 4, Jesus said these miraculous words. He started a, a, a teaching to them. He said, Take heed that no man deceive you. That's vitally important for the Christian, especially in today's time. Amen. For many shall come in my name, saying, in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Now I want you to pay attention to verses 6 and 7. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you not be troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. This is something that we hit really hard Wednesday night. In the end days, end times, there will be wars and rumors of wars. We are seeing that right now. Can you say amen? amen. We have been seeing that even before now. Can you say amen? amen? We saw that in the last 100, 200, 300, and even 2,000, even 6,000 years. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. We see that, amen, but it seems like right now I've had several people call me even this week, and they said, Steve, everything going on over the Middle East, uh, be praying for them, which we should be praying for them, amen, hallelujah, but everything that's going on, we just need to really be careful about what we do, we need to be careful about what we say, amen, the, the, the return of Jesus Christ is about to take place, I'm telling you, they're absolutely right, the return of Jesus Christ is about to take place, but what I'm hearing in these people's voices, amen, unfortunately, is too much fear about what's happening over there. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, don't, I tend to get ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself today. So in verse 6, Jesus says, all these things are going to happen, but simply see that you're not troubled. So I want to tell not only the people here at New Life today, but anybody that hears this message, these things are going to happen, but see that you're not troubled, Amen. for the end is not yet. Amen. Amen. We don't have to be troubled, church. Hallelujah. That's right. Praise God. So it goes on here in verse 7, amen. And that's not really the, 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 the belly, if you will, of the message this morning. But that is a, 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 it's not even, it's caution. Because when we see that, when we begin to allow ourselves to be troubled by current events, amen, then it starts to impact us spiritually. Amen. Yeah. Oh, come on, y'all ain't hearing me this morning. That's right, amen. We, ooh, I'm just going to go. Hallelujah. We as people, including Christians, we spend too much time going by what we see. Amen. When we remember, we need to go by what we believe right. in God's Word, right? Amen. So I want to caution you this morning, the things that you're seeing on TV, they must take place. It has to happen because it's God moving humanity or the earth into the end time. Mm -hmm. So I will not pray against God's will about certain things, even involving Israel. Y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. I'm excited about Jesus Christ splitting that eastern sky and rapturing his church up out of this earth. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to pray against that. Amen, Brother Stephen. Amen. Amen. Y'all understand my heart there, right? Amen. I will pray for them. Yes. And I pray for their protection. I pray for their leadership. Prayed more in the last two weeks for Israel's leadership than I have in a long Amen. time. Amen. Amen. 
And I encourage you to pray for them as well. But as far as the Christian, amen, and even the adopted Jew, which is us, amen, hallelujah, those that have accepted Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior that are not of Jewish lineage, we are what we call adopted Jews. We are grafted into that household of faith according to the word. Woo! Amen. I felt that one, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So verse 7 says, For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. So Jesus is telling us all these things are going to happen. Amen. He says, But see that you're not troubled. How's that make you feel? The, the creator of heavens and earth is saying, These things are going to happen, but see that you're not troubled. For all these things got to take place. Praise God. So what are we getting out of Matthew chapter 24? We are in the last days. We are in the end time. No man knows the hour or the day that he's going to split that eastern sky. Amen. Hallelujah. But I believe we'll know the seasons. Amen. And we can look at what's happening right now and know that it can't be far off. But I remember my grandma saying the same thing. And that's about 40 or 50 years ago. I'm going to say the same thing. My grandson may stand up here before some people sometime. It Was that a prophetic word? I pray so, Lord. <laughs> he may stand up here in front of people sometime, and he may say the same thing. Well, I remember my papa 30 or 40 years ago saying Jesus is going to return. Well, it doesn't make it any less true. Then, now, or in the future, amen, Jesus is going to split that eastern sky. When he doesn't, it's at the hand of the Father. And when the Father says, Son, go get my people, he's coming, and there ain't nobody going to stop it, amen. But until that day, we'll stand behind this pulpit, and we'll profess the name of Jesus. Until that day, we will occupy till he comes, because he tells us to do so in his word. Until that day, we'll see our family members give their hearts to the Lord because he died for them about 2,000 years ago when they crossed the Calvary. Until that day, we'll keep preaching Jesus. Hallelujah. Ain't no government going to stop us. Ain't no individual going to stop us. And I'll tell you what, as for me and my household, there ain't no family member going to stop me either. Come on. Now, I'm just a realist. You don't have to like me. But you got to love me if you're a Christian. <laughs> Amen? Is that true or not? Amen. I love y'all too. Praise the Lord. Okay, amen. So y'all get the point behind Matthew 24. So you understand why we are where we are. We're not surprised by what is going on with Israel right now. You need to understand that Hamas was just the first one. I think Lebanon has already made a move. Won't be surprised when others make a move. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about something here in just a minute called Islam. Amen. And we're going to see where it came from. Amen. So don't don't be surprised. And the word even teaches that the, I think the, oh, I, I, I don't want to get into this too deep because I've not studied it properly. Amen. But everybody's going to come against Israel. Amen. Yeah. Everybody's coming against Israel. That's right. China, Russia, all of them. They're coming against Israel. They're going to surround Israel. I believe it's over in a valley. Somewhere along the line, right? They're going to surround Israel. And then the Lord's coming back, not to get his church, but to deliver his people Israel. That's right. 
And he's bringing us back with him. And I believe the word says that the blood in that valley will be as high as the bridle of the horse. Something along that line. Because Jesus coming back on a white horse with a sword. Amen. And we are too. Okay, so you see what you see what's happening. Remember, we have a Lord and Savior that says, "Look, guys, don't be trouble. I know what the world's like right now, but don't be trouble. It's okay. I got you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah." So there he is in Matthew chapter twenty-four. So what I want to do is I want to tell you a little bit about the Middle East, and we've already started talking about it, son. Amen. The issues of the Middle East, they're they're there because Sarah. Abraham's wife couldn't wait, or maybe she didn't want to wait, amen, or didn't want to believe in that promise of God. Now, we're going to cover a lot of Scripture because I want you to see it in Scripture. I can, I can tell you all about it, but I want you to see it pulled out in Scripture, amen. So you see, God comes to Abraham and he says, look, I'm going to give you a seed. I'm, 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 I, this is my promise. I'm, out, of, out of your own loins is going to come this promise. And, and he, he's going to be, uh, he's going to develop seed, a seed, amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and so the promise Isaac, right? Y'all remember the promise Isaac, hallelujah. Well, you remember what happened before then. Sarah couldn't wait or maybe she didn't believe the word of the Lord. So she sent in her handmaid here. I am not reading the scripture. I'm telling you about it. She sent in her handmaid, Hagar, right? Remember she sent in Hagar? Well, what happened? Abraham impregnated. Can I say that word in church? Abraham impregnated Hagar, amen. And who came out? Ishmael come out, right? Ishmael, amen. Well, Ishmael basically is the counterfeit of Isaac. Yes, I said counterfeit, amen. Ishmael basically is the counterfeit of Isaac. Ishmael is not the promise that God made, amen. Isaac is the promise that God made, amen. So, the, 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 the lineage of Ishmael has within it Islam or the Muslim people. Okay? All right. This, okay, let's, let's go read. I, the, the scripture tells this much better than I do. So let's go over here to Genesis chapter 15. I'm going to read several scriptures once again. Amen. And uh, just show you this in scripture. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 15. Praise God. I don't know about y'all, but I'm having a good time. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So Genesis chapter 15, let's look at verse 1. It says, After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision. So this is God speaking to Abram. At this time, he hadn't changed his name to Abraham. So God speaking to Abram in verse 1. He said, Fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Amen. And Abram said, Lord God, what will thou give me, seeing I have, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed. To me thou hast given no seed. He told God, You're not giving me no seed. And lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Verse 4 says, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir. But he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven. Oh, you all that have been in a class on creation, catch what I'm getting ready to do. You all that were here and, and you were in the class on Genesis, catch what's, what's getting ready to be said here. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven. 
And I've never seen this scripture like this until today. Look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. This is another message. In creation, God created all the lights of the heavens. And we go into speaking about stars, the moon, and the sun. In our creation class, we did it. Amen. I believe there's more. I believe he's saying more here than just numbers. I've always seen it as the multitude of the stars. But there's something in them there, stars. There's something going on with them stars. That's another class. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We'll, we'll talk about that one later. Hallelujah. And he brought him forth and brought and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. So shall thy seed be. And he, and he believed in the Lord, and he counted to him for righteousness. Amen. Let's skip down here to Genesis 16. So at this time, Abraham had no seed. But Abraham had the word of the Lord, where the Lord promised him a seed. Amen. So skip down here to chapter 16. Let's look at verse 1. Verse 1 says, Now Sarah, Abraham's wife, bare him no children. And she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, an Egyptian, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me. That word restrained in, in the Hebrew means to hold back, to close up, to be able. The Lord has held back from me to, uh, to be childbearing. or He's held back from me the ability to bear a child. Amen. I pray thee, she's talking to Abraham, you go in unto my maid, it may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened unto the voice of Sarah. Now, ladies, you keep your tomatoes in your pocket and, 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 and stones in your pocket, amen. Where else have we seen a man that listened to a woman in such a significant situation? Let me get behind the pulpit, amen. I'm thinking of Adam and Eve. But look here, let me tell you this. It's, it's on the man that he listened in the first place. It was on Adam that he listened in the first place. It's on Abraham that he listened in the first place. If we can't blame that on, on the ladies, guys. Isn't that right? I'm getting ready to get some arguments going. So we'll move on. I just thought that was a funny. Let's, let, hey, let's do this. Let's get down to, to verse 5. Praise God. Here in verse 5, it says, And Sarah said unto Abraham, my wrong is upon me. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, so Hagar conceived, I was despised in her eyes. And this is key. So when Hagar conceived, Sarah saw that in Hagar's eyes, amen, I'm saying that right now. That's what I'm calling her is Hagar. Sarah saw that in Hagar's eyes that Hagar despised Sarah because Hagar had Abraham. Hello? <laughs> because Hagar... <laughs> Thank you for your patience on new sounds. <laughs> Hagar had something that Sarah thought she couldn't have. Israel has something that Islam thinks they're supposed to have. A God-promised land that they took in three days. No wonder there's animosity. But let's go on. Let's go back to Genesis 16 here. Amen. Praise God. And the Lord judged between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarah, Behold, 
Thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarah dealt harshly or hardly with her, she fled from her face. So Sarah dealt with Hagar, and Hagar took off. Okay, amen. Praise God. So let's look here. Uh, uh, praise the Lord. Let's get down to verse 18. Amen. So God confirms his promise to Abraham. Uh, now let's look over here in verse uh, Genesis 17. Skip over to 17. Amen. Praise the Lord. God confirms his promise to Abraham here in uh, Genesis 17, verse 15, I believe it is, 16. 17, 15, and 16, uh, verse 15 says, And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarah thy wife, thou shalt not call her name S-A-R-A-I, but Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, amen, shall her name be. And I will bless her. And give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Amen. So this is God's promise to Abraham once again. I'm going to bless Sarah. Look, trust me, you're going to have a child. You're going to have the promise. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and still yet, there's doubt. You all know there was still doubt. Amen. So God reiterated his promise, or he confirmed his promise. Let's get down here to verse 18. And verse 18 says, And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. Abraham's a father in his heart. He's the father of Ishmael. His heart was for Ishmael. That's natural, right? I believe so. Amen. So he tells God, he said, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. That's the promise. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Amen. So let's see what God did here in Genesis 21. So if we skip over to Genesis 21, you all see the path and pattern that's taking place here? Remember, we moved from Jesus explaining to the disciples. We went all the way back to see how we got to Jesus explaining wars and rumors of wars. We moved all the way back to the beginning of it where Abraham and Sarah went out of God's perfect will and had a child with Hagar, the handmaid, who which created Ishmael, which was not the promise, but yet God's promise stayed steady and he confirmed, I'm going to let you have Isaac. He is the promise. Amen. And then it brings us up here to Genesis 21. Let's look at verse 1 and 2. It says in 21.1, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. Amen. So God visited Sarah, done what he said he was going to do. He fulfilled his word. Amen. God always fulfills his word. Church, can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age. Catch this. At the set time. Of which God had spoken to him. Church, I want to tell you something. A lot of people argue this fact with me, and that's okay. God has a set time. Amen. Some of us don't like to hear that because whatever reason. But God has a set time. He knows when you're ready to receive the fullness of what he has spoken to you. And there is a set time for us to receive those things. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll move on. Amen. Praise God. So here in 21... Uh, just read verses 1 and 2. All right, so now that they have, now you have Isaac the promise and Ishmael the counterfeit. 
Y'all see that? Throughout those chapters in the beginning, this is what's happening. Isaac the promise has come on the scene after Ishmael the counterfeit was already on the scene. Isaac the promise has come on the scene. So then you have Isaac the promise, you have Ishmael the counterfeit. Okay? I'm getting bold with my words. I know that. It's okay. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so let's go on. So, so Ishmael and Hagar, they're actually cast out into the wilderness. Let's look here in verse uh, 9 of 21. We're going to read uh, several verses here. Because this ties together everything we're saying. Verse 9 says, And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking, or he was making fun of Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. In all that Sarah has said unto thee, hearken unto her voice. For in Isaac shall thy seed be called. This is God telling Abraham. Abraham was tore up because of the way Sarah was acting and what she said. Sarah said, get rid of them. Get them out of here. Abraham didn't. I don't believe Abraham really wanted to. But God put it in his heart and spoke to him and said, this is what you do. Don't let it be grievous unto you. They've got to go because Isaac is, is my promise and my blessing to you. Amen. Hallelujah. And in him shall I see thee called. Verse 13 says, And also the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation. Huh? Remember what we talked about last night about nation and individual people? Because he is thy seed. And of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation. I want to talk about that just for a minute. Will I squeal if I go in front of this thing? Good. I did. Amen. Praise God. Sometimes when God speaks about a nation in Scripture, some of you all heard this Wednesday night, sometimes when God speaks about a nation in Scripture, He's not necessarily meant, meaning to speak about like the United States of America or like the nation of Israel or the nation of uh, Russia or the nation of China. You need to stay open and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. When you read that word nation, He could be talking about you as a person. Okay? But this is one of those examples, like what we were talking about Wednesday night. This is one of those examples. He says, uh, I, he said, of the son, also the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation. So did that nation exist at that time? No, but because of the son, he created that nation. All right, I'm losing you all on this. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Not praise the Lord that I'm losing you, but praise the Lord we'll move on. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So here in verse 14, And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and the bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Amen. Praise God. So Abraham, he fixed them up the fictions and water and, and just put it on her shoulder and said, All right, come on, let's go. We're going to take off here. And, and in verse 15 says, And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat down over against him a good way off, as it were, a, a, a bow shot. For she said, 
Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. Amen. Um, verse 17 says, And God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar. God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called, called to Hagar. This is how important this is. God heard the voice of the lad. What lad? Who? Ishmael. Ishmael. The counterfeit. God heard Ishmael. And the angel of God called out to Hagar. And he said unto her, What eleth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. God had heard the voice of Ishmael where he was at that moment. This is a great place for me to bust out just preaching up a storm. You think if God hurt Ishmael, a counterfeit, that he won't hear you? Huh. Your God hears every voice. He hears every breath. We're talking about the God that knows the number of hair on your head. Amen. Mine might be less than what they used to be, but I tell you what, he still knows that number. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If he's going to hear a counterfeit, how much more will he hear his blood-bought people? Thank you, Lord. God is on our side. We are not alone. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. And verse 18 says, Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. I will make him a great nation. I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave it to the lad to drink. And God was with the lad... And he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. And his mother <coughs> took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it began. You have the God-created promise in Isaac. You have the Sarah-created promise in Ishmael. Isaac, Ishmael. The nation and seed God created from Isaac is the Jewish people, is Israel. Everybody's got that. Amen. The nation or seed created from Ishmael is the Muslim people or Islam. Okay, everybody's got that. It's because of this event in scripture that the Middle East is in the turmoil that they're in right now. Because the nation of is is Ishmael battles against the nation of Isaac. The Islamic people, whom their God is Allah, fight against Israel. The Jewish people, whom their God is Jehovah. Jehovah or Yahweh. Okay? This is why we are where we are. This is why the Middle East is where it is. It goes back to here in Genesis. Everybody got that? I know most of you already know this. Hallelujah. But God said to, to put this out this morning. Amen. So we have an understanding, hallelujah, of where all this started. So with the, the Muslim people are in the lineage of Ishmael. Then I already explained that. 
with the Islamic religion, uh, with with the Islamic religion, the people of God or the people believe God is Allah, and Jesus was simply a good messenger. Okay, they have the there's well we're not going to go too far into that. Amen. Um, so here's what I want you to get. In Matthew chapter 24, and I'm going to repeat it again. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus said, all these things are going to happen. Don't be troubled. Just know all these things got to take place before I return. It all started back in Genesis. In the story that we just read, the truth of God's word that we just discovered. And it's still thousands of years later is happening before our very eyes. The nation of Is Ishmael that what I call counterfeit seed battles against the promise of God. The true seed. Where else do we see that? I don't know about you, but I see that in my own life. The counterfeit Satan Battles against me, the true seed of God, made so by Jesus Christ. With Ishmael and Isaac, it's just a larger scale. Y'all see that? You see that taking place? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus is telling us not to be troubled. Amen. So I want you to understand that God uses in this earth the Sarah-created promise to move the God-created promise, Israel, and those adopted into the Jewish nation by the blood of Jesus to our place of destiny through the fulfillment of Scripture. Guys, for him to split that eastern sky, there's some stuff that's got to take place in this earth. And what we see going on right now in the Middle East, what we see going on right now in this nation, that's part of what has to take place. Now, do we give up and participate in that? Not at all. That's not what I'm saying this morning. I believe God is wanting to reveal to his people the root of what's happening in the Middle East today, why it is happening so that we can better prepare and saturate them with prayer. Amen. So they, with the wisdom and knowledge of God, simply make it through. Can you say amen? Amen. I pray that this word just helps us all just to understand that God's got it. We don't have to be troubled. Let's bow our head this morning. Thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, that you can use whatever or whomever you want to to get us to that place of destiny that you want us to be. Father, once again, we truly pray for your nation, Israel. We pray, Lord God, for their safety. We pray, Lord, for their leadership, that you would grant them that wisdom and knowledge, even without them knowing about it, Lord, to move in their directions and how to go in those directions that you want them to go in. Lord, that your great result, your great manifestation of the return of your Son into this earth to capture his church away 
will be manifested, Lord, at your set time. We thank you. We praise you, Lord God. We just give you the glory and the honor. We love you, Lord. We appreciate you. And I thank you, Lord, just for settling the hearts of all your people. Father, it's been a blessing to be in your house today. It's been a blessing to worship you and honor you. It's been a blessing, Lord God. Ah, hallelujah. Just to stand in your presence, Lord. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Let the house of the Lord say amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Just a couple of quick announcements. Amen. Terry, would you mind dismissing us in a word of prayer today, brother? Amen. When we get ready. Hallelujah. Just a couple of quick announcements. Wanted to go over with you. Amen. Uh, don't forget, we truly always thank you for your tithes and offerings. You can give in the yellow bucket here in the back, or you can go to newlifeparishky.com and give through the website. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, we do have the announcements pinned up on the bulletin board. There's some things that I don't go over here. Um, were we able to run them on the board this morning, Jeanette? We're working on, uh, with the new upgrades and everything, we'll work on getting the announcements back up on the board here so we can run them before service. Hallelujah. Uh, don't forget Wednesday night Bible study here at the church at 7 o'clock. If you want to teach during Wednesday night, please let me know. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can get to Facebook and all of our other social media through NewLifeParisKY.com. Uh, significant announcement. We started today, uh, tried to start today at 1045 uh, with the technical difficulties. Just was a few minutes after the fact, but that's okay. Uh, we're working toward it. We have changed our start time to 1045. Uh, discipleship classes, we're hoping, will start uh, around November the 12th. If you're asked to teach uh, at one of the discipleship classes, Please join in to help make that a success, hallelujah, so we can be better equipped to teach not only our children, but the adults of the church as well. Amen. Uh, all hands on deck, we need you for the New Life Fall, uh, our New Life's Harvest Festival. It's November the 4th. There's sign-up sheets out on the bulletin board. Uh, please visit those. We want to uh, have everybody uh, just be a part of that. We need, we need workers, need workers, need workers. Jeanette's got this wonderful game that she's come up with. She's probably going to beat you off. <laughs> but don't give up on yours. You know, you go ahead and create yours. Oh, there's a few of them. Honey, I think a few of them took that challenge on. Three of them. I'll move on. <laughs> Isn't it a blessing that our spouses can give us a certain look and we just move on? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Seriously, though, this is a big event for the church, so we just want to... Have everybody join in and help us out with this. Amen. Uh, see Pastor Mark if you have any questions. And and uh, his team has really been planning this. And and uh, so it's a significant help. Amen. I have a meeting tonight at 530. Um, Pastor Mark, did I forget anything? Or do you want to say anything about the Harvest Festival? Everything covered pretty good? I think so. Praise God. Um, would you stand with me this afternoon? Again, we welcome our visitors, those of you that have come and joined in with us today. Tell Miss Brenda we said hello, brother. Hallelujah. We trust to hear a good report. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Terry, would you mind praying, brother, yes. dismissing us today? Let's pray. Lord God, we just come before you, Lord. We just thank you for the service, Lord. We thank you for the time of worship that we had, Lord. We thank you for this word. Lord, I just ask, Lord, as we leave here, Lord, we just... We listen for your voice, Lord, and we speak when you say speak, Lord. We don't let fear direct us in, in, in our lives, Lord, that we walk in freedom in you, O Lord. Lord, that when that, that person comes into our path, Lord, and you say speak to them, Lord, that we will speak. 
Lord, we thank you for those times. Lord, we ask you to, to bless each and every one of us as we leave. Keep us safe, Lord, and bring us back at the next appointed time, Lord. We'll never cease to praise you and thank you for all that you do. For it's in your precious Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen.